0: And welcome back to the Across the Pod NFL podcast. It's time for another episode in our mini-series where I go through each place I went to in America for an NFL game and I'll tell you what you can do if you're there for a long weekend or a week going to a game, what you can do both at a game and not at a game. So we, our last episode was New Orleans. If you haven't checked that one out yet, do give it a go. But it's now time for our next one, which is going to be Houston, Texas. Now, a long way away from from New Orleans. About a seven-hour drive, so we got a seven-hour bus from New Orleans to Houston, um, which you know, seemed fine at the time, but it was it was very long and it wasn't the most comfortable bus in the world. But we le- we we le- learned to realize in a lot of these places you went to in America on a bus, a lot of the time it was the case where it wasn't the best best experience. But nevertheless, we made it to Houston around about seven p.m sorry, about maybe 4pm, 5pm, and yeah, that was around about the 1st of um, November, so Halloween had just gone, and now it's time to leave there and get towards Houston. Now, Houston, I was going to say off the the cuff, loved it. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, we arrived in Houston, you know, we got some food. We got there about I reckon four or five. So we, we got we were both absolutely starving. So me and Jack, my friend I was with at the time, he um he basically me and him basically had had to get some food. Basically, we couldn't carry on without eating. We were both absolutely starving. So we went to this place, a big sports bar again in Houston, and uh, you know we were there around the time of the World Series. More on that later on, but very much everyone was in sports mode in that time and um. And yeah, we had the food there and I went home and didn't do an awful lot the rest of the night because it was a long day of travelling. We both absolutely knackered and we both got in about 7pm. Um, but yeah, the next day was when it really started. And for me, what we did on Houston on that next day was one of the best things I did in the entire trip. So we went to the um, Space Centre in Houston. Now, I mentioned public transport. Now, it's good in some parts, if you go going to some parts, absolutely brilliant. The subways, there's um trams, there's buses that take you everywhere. But half the time we want to get to the space center, we for some reason, if you want to get a bus to where the space center is, it only works from 4 pm onwards, which is absolutely nuts because who wants to go to a space center that late in the day, you know? I reckon it probably closed around 6 or 7 pm. So yeah, that was weird, but we had to get an Uber from the one bus stop to the station. But in the end, Got there just before the afternoon started, about 11 o'clock in the morning. And yeah, utterly, utterly fantastic. I could have been there for another three or four hours. We probably left, my guess would be that we left, I don't know, maybe you know, maybe around 6pm in the evening. So we left from maybe five, six hours, and I could have been there for another three. It was so good. And if you like your space... You have to come to Houston for this. You really have to because it's just there's so much detail put into this place. There's so much you can do there. It's unbelievable what you can do there. The amount of stuff you can do there. There's stuff about the new the new SpaceX Elon Musk is doing. There's there's rock the model rocket ships. There's spacesuits worn by people on Apollo eleven and twelve. And that's just that's just the entrance point. You know, there's talks about it, and then you know you go to some things where you know you see. Many different things like that you go on, but the, the the main attraction is you pay for a shuttle bus. It's all part of the cost you want. You have to just book your spot, and you go to two things. There was a choice to book for one journey or the other. Now, um the one journey you can go on was basically you can, you can go inside the uh, actual when people from NASA work. So I can't remember, I can't remember for life of me what it was actually called in terms of the place you're in. But what you saw was basically people actually work. People actually work for NASA. They're actually doing their thing, so you can actually watch an active NASA meeting, uh, how they work. And that was really fun. And you got taking a little, a little bus that takes you to there, about three or four minute journey at most. Um, and you get to see all that, which is really, really cool. And so you do that. You walk past everyone who's you know who's doing the work for NASA, and you see how they roll. And then on the cycle back, you see Mission Control Center and all sorts and that's really where you go after that um you then go to there so you see one of the Apollo spaceships you see that when you're there you get and you get you get a picture next to it etc etc and you get to see a full full size spaceship and what it looks like from the inside and that was that was really cool again the amount of detail they put into these ships are, are, quite, are quite incredible um and yeah that's really where that bit ended you know um, there's a landmark for the Saturn 5 rocket and all that kind of stuff so if you're into, into space I'm certainly not in space expert so people probably would know a lot more than me but it was, well, it was really fun and you walk around then of course the next bit you get to see is for me the my favourite part of the whole thing so Apollo I can't remember whether Apollo 11 or 13 the one they made a film about with Tom Hanks so there was a you could actually go sit down where Tom Hanks and um he sat to, to do the planning. But what you see is the is the, the sort of the, how the team behind the scenes were doing Apollo at the time. So you see all the all the computers, they've kept it all the same, you know, and you've got all the people in, in mission control that were basically in charge of you know, the famous line Houston we got a problem happened in this room. So much space up there. I could literally have be been there for hours and hours. I really could have and I left still wanted to do more. So that was me one of my favorite things I did in, in America, it was so so good. Um, but yeah, the rest of the evening went to get food, did all that. Um, and that was really how the first day ended. The first full day in Houston before the next day was the day of the game, but before we did that, we did Houston Zoo, um, which is again, I not as good as Cincinnati, but still very very good. Really was enjoyable. I mean. Classic zoo stuff. You saw the like, animals. You saw like the classics or you know bears, gorillas, giraffes. All that. It was all round fantastic experience, and we got it for free again. Um, basically, I we did when he got there. We didn't realise that we had to buy them online in advance. So they're, they're trying to tell us how to um, buy online when you were there at the queue. Um, still don't know why you can't just buy them when you're there. But basically. I asked. I was getting stuck on the website, as was Jack. We were all getting stuck. So I asked her. I think my third question in the space of five minutes, and she said that just take these um, on the house basically. So that was really cool. Got a free entry to, to to the zoo. Saw all sorts of leopards as well. You know, rhinos, the lot, the lot. And that yeah, really fun experience. Really fun day. You know, met some people from Scotland when we were there. Um, and yeah, some really cool zoo stuff. Again, it's. Much bigger size was than Cincinnati. Cincinnati was good, but it was definitely smaller, whereas this was absolutely massive. There was so much space. It was it was really good. But then you know, after that, it's a case of what did you do next? Because we knew we had a game. So we walked around a park for a little bit, got some views there. Then, of course, was a day of the game. So before that, we passed the Toyota Center, of course, which was um, the Houston Rockets um, Stadium, which I, I wanted to actually try I tried to get into. Um, you know, I couldn't even, couldn't even get into the club shop. I tried getting in and they someone came out and said, Um, can I help you? And I got I can we see inside and they wouldn't let you in. But um Houston Rockets is a team that, you know, I don't I don't have a team I follow. You know, I like the Warriors Sixers, but I like the Rockets because I used I, I still do love James Harden. So I've always got interest in Rockets, and I think it's one of my favourite badges uh, in the NBA. Really, really cool badge, simple but effective. And I thought it was really cool. But then of course what's the day of the game? was the date was the same day of the game um and yeah it was i think you know you, you look at um a lot of ones i went to a lot of games i went to a lot of them there wasn't really a lot to do um uh like during the pre game stuff there was tailgating etc but for other people there wasn't really enough to really um do in some places but for Houston um it was there was a real cool um pre-game stuff going on there, um, so first of all, you get there. we got there fairly early because at the end of the day it's we were sort of stuck at a point where it was about four p.m. game was on about eight p.m. We couldn't go anywhere too far away, nothing to do around the area. so I we thought we'd go there early, so we saw some really cool stuff. so we, we, there was a live 40 odd dash you could do there. I did, I believe it was in five minutes 14. i I'll just quickly get the off my Twitter account. Um, what the actual? Because I thought for me I'm quite a slow runner, so I'm I'm quite impressed with um how quick um it in five forty was. Like, quicker than Tom Brady, I believe. Um, yeah, I thought that was that was really cool. Um, you could do like you could do a live kick of the post. Um, you know you could do throwing challenges. You know running challenges, and you know I was the guy who's helping out there. You know, he was, you know, talking to me as if like an old bloke. And then he comes up um with the stat that the fact, are that he is former Dolphins backup quarterback. His name was Mike Quinn, and he was a guy working um behind the at the sort at the, at the tailgating, which is quite funny considering that you think of you know what the players do after their careers, and that might be one of them doing that. Um didn't play a single game in a regular season for the Dolphins, uh, but he was a backup. In the late nineties, I believe within in Dan Marino's last jail, maybe the first year he after he retired um he was a real nice guy um that was really cool to see um meet and uh, meet him and there's loads of things you you could do like um how the name of the thing completes it's a thing where you chuck the the beam mat on a on a thing I forgot the name of it. corn ball honestly the corn ball, I think or something. But then we got to the uh, stage myself, and it was um, again more stuff going on outside the stadium, even closer to, to the where you get in. And then we got there, I want to say about an hour before kickoff. And what I did with a lot of stadiums is, is that I try and get down, to, if there's no security around, get to the bottom row and try and watch the players warm up close. And there was security there, but they didn't seem to care. You know, I was very close to the third and a football team. You know, I got to see the likes of Jalen Hurts come to the crowd and Eagles players warm up very near me. That was. Really cool to spin some really cool for Jack to see as well, because we didn't get to, we didn't get to do that in um in New Orleans. So it was good good the chance there to watch that it was really cool for both of us. But then of course the game itself, now of course it was Texans against Eagles. My first time seeing Eagles play, and they obviously go go on to reach the Super Bowl. Um they were unbeaten at a point, and of course I wanted to try and uh, hopefully see the um Dolphins record preserved. Happened in the end, but not this game. The Texans did lose to the Eagles. Um fairly comfortable game in the end. But there was obviously there was a reason why the crowd was not at their loudest. And Graham, friend of the podcast, who we went on last year for the Texans season preview, he warned me of this. That the same night the Eagles were hosting the Texans uh in sorry, the same night the Houston Texans were hosting the Philadelphia Eagles was the Houston Astros hosting the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series. Now, this meant that for half the time, people who were at the stadium were actually watching the game in the World Series, more than that. And other times, people just weren't using their tickets because of the World Series. And, you know, I've never, ever really seen before, in the same evening, at the same time, two major events going on at the exact same time, in the exact same place, the stadiums right next to each other. I found that bonkers. So traffic, thankfully for us, wasn't too bad we are getting a bus, but I can only imagine what traffic was like. Um, after after those games and sadly I mean, as a result of that it wasn't the best atmosphere I must admit because the stadium was only half full and our seats were were pretty good as well when I mean, they were they were behind the goal fairly high up and we saw plenty of action but you know it wasn't I think if it wasn't for that game going on I think it would have been a lot better um, atmosphere wise but I think sadly that did ruin it a little bit uh, but yeah, that was the next day sort of wrapped up we got in fairly late uh, but then the next day we looked into going to the Museum of Natural Science. Now this was something that again, a bit different to a zoo. You know, animals aren't alive at this point. Um but there, there's some cool stuff there. You know, saw some cool artifacts, some cool big dinosaurs. And after that we went to um an art museum, which again was more for Jack than me, because Jack is really into his art, did um, you know, degrees based on art. So that was really cool for him to experience. I think he really enjoyed that. Um that was really it when it comes to Houston. I think it was called Museum District, the area it was in. But nevertheless, there were some really cool pictures I got and really cool paintings I saw. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it, it's um, a lovely place. I'd love to have no longer, um, but I do think we at one point ran out of things to do, if i wanted to do, I think if you lived there, a different story maybe, I don't know. But in terms of sightseeing stuff, I found that as good as it was, there is definitely a limit to how much you can see. And I think a long weekend is is more than enough to see Houston. But that is the end of the episode. Another one in our mini-series on the Across the Pod podcast. Hope you are enjoying these episodes. But in the meantime, I've been Andy, and I'll see you guys next time.